This ESPN podcast is brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com. This week on Hot Takedown, 538 Sports Podcast, we break down Chris Jenkins' crazy shot at the men's final and whether or not analytics has anything to tell us about historic moments like those. Subscribe in the Listen tab on ESPN's app or on iTunes. The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and a team physician with the Chicago White Sox. He's also a sports medicine specialist, an orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush University Medical Center. Net proceeds of our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the LiveActiveNow.org fund. And Sports Medicine Weekly being brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, better for everybody. By Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, team physicians of the Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul University Athletics. By Karen Malkin Health Counseling, transform your health one bite at a time. By Integrated Orthopedics, accelerate your healing. By Midwest, the number one choice for advanced orthopedic solutions. By Donjoy Orthopedics, the best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for more than 30 years. By L-Source, biological solutions helping surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. And by ATI, physical therapy for the highest quality care in a friendly environment. We're back to get it going right after this on ESPN 1000. I've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. And the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT. Reading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Ellosource helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Ellosource or allografts, please visit ellosource.org. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of djoglobal.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. 
pet proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. And Dr. Cole, we have talked in the past about tissue transplants, and we're uh, privileged to have a, a donor family uh, with us and, and really a great story. Yeah, and you know, Steve, um, at uh, Midwest Orthopedics, we we have a very active transplant program, and uh, a couple of times a year we're privileged to get uh, the sort of the background um, on the donor side because, you know, we're, we're very busy uh, trying to best utilize tissue, which is a scarce resource. Mm-hmm. These have to be generally young donors. We're not often dealing with life and death like heart, liver, lungs, kidney, things like that, but we're dealing with horrible functional loss and chronic pain. And people don't often think of cartilage transplants, for example, as uh, coming from other humans. And it's interesting. We've talked about this before. I often have patients who are on a list waiting for these graphs, and sometimes they get frustrated because, you know, how challenging their lives can be with chronic pain and inability to be active and so forth. And I have to remind them, frankly, what they're waiting for because these are fresh graphs that uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gift of life and a gift of hope for an individual that uh, is not something you can time. So uh, as you as you as you mentioned, we have a, a a a wonderful guest who's been kind enough to share their story with us. And let me tell you the story of uh, his son Garrett uh, Brockway. Was a typical ten year old boy who enjoyed baseball, soccer, basketball, and taekwondo, and uh, he was a proud uh, big brother to his sister Adeline and a loyal St. Louis Cardinals fan. In 2013, a falling tree on the family's property struck Garrett, and after his family learned he would not survive his injuries, they made the generous decision to uh, donate his organs, corneas, and uh, tissues. His legacy of love and uh, generosity lives through the donation and through the incredible work of Garrett's path, the foundation Garrett's family started in his honor. With us uh, by phone right now from Iowa is Bruce Brockway, uh, Garrett's father. And uh, Bruce, thanks so much for uh, for joining us and uh, here on Sports Medicine Weekly. And um, tell us a little bit more, if you can, about Garrett. Well, you, you, like you said, Garrett was a typical 10-year-old boy. He was active. Uh, he loved sports. And, uh, you know, I think that a lot of that was because he just wanted to spend time with his friends. So, uh, the sports just came for a natural byproduct, but yeah, he he definitely kept busy. Um, he loved loved his little sister. He loved spending time with uh, with family. And you know, a couple things that really made Garrett stand out, I think, you know, was his relationship with God, and and more importantly, you know, his his caring soul. Um, you know, after Garrett's passing, we heard from a lot of his teachers and and his fellow classmates how Garrett was always the one to make sure the younger kids were involved and. And to make sure that if anybody was being picked on, it was always Garrett, the one that kind of stood up and protected him a little bit. So, you know, Garrett, like I said, he was a giving child and, and, and a protective child. What Had you been familiar with the organ donation process uh, prior to this? You know, we hadn't. Uh, my wife, Tiffany, and I, we were both uh, registered organ donors ever since we were 16. And, um, you know, it's, it's just not a conversation that ever came up in our household. But, you know, something that we fully supported. We just never understood the full impact of uh, what a donor could do for other people. How quickly did the topic, was it a topic that someone else brought up? Or was it something that you all thought about when uh, you sort of knew that the unfortunate inevitable was coming? Sure. When when the two days after Garrett's accident, the neurosurgeons approached us and just you know let us know we 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 kind of saw it coming at that point. But um, you know they let us know that Garrett just wasn't going to survive the injury. So 
um, you know, it came to both of our hearts kind of separately, at, uh, but together. And uh, we both uh, went in a separate room, and we sat and talked, and, and we thought, you know, with Garrett, you know, with the, the kind and, and generous soul that he was, that organ donation just seemed like a natural fit. It's something, and, that, uh, something that he would have wanted to do. Oh, certainly, certainly. You know, Garrett was the type of kid that helped out at the food pantry and, and you know, he gave his toys to, away to, to needy kids. And, you know, just organ donation just fit him. Have you uh, uh, interacted or communicated with any of the families uh, that, yeah. that he has helped? We have. You know, it, we learned um, we learned shortly after uh, Garrett's passing that, you know, through organ donation, he was able to save five. And, uh, you know, through kidney and, and liver and pancreas and heart. And then we also learned that uh, he was able to help two more see clearly through cornea donation. Wow. Uh, most recently, uh, while touring Allosaurus out in Colorado, we found out that uh, Garrett's cartilage uh, has gone on to help 125 recipients, which is just, you know, as a father, it's just amazing to know that uh, my 10-year-old son was able to do that for so many people. But, uh, you know, we started receiving letters shortly after Garrett's passing, and I, I have to tell you that those letters to, to learn of the recipients and, and what Garrett's gifts were able to do in their lives, it, it just it brought a light, in, you know, into our home that, it, you know, at an otherwise pretty dark time. So um, we have had the opportunity to meet two of his recipients, um, uh, one, Leslie, a, a mother and a wife, and uh, Leslie and her family have, have become very good friends of ours. Mm. And then uh, we also got to meet uh, Emma, who was at the age of 10 when she received a cornea transplant, uh, a gift from Garrett. And uh, Emma's 13 now, and just uh, a beautiful little girl, just lights up the room when she comes in. She's just, it's, it's it, you know, it's hard. It's it's hard to lose a child. It's, it's, it's extremely difficult. But to know that other people's lives have, have been saved and enhanced because of his gifts. It you know it it makes it uh, makes it a little bit more peaceful. Visiting with Bruce Brockway, the father of Garrett Brockway, gave an incredible gift, the gift of life through donation through uh, L Source, and uh, it's uh, interesting uh, and uh, really, uh, boy, Doctor Cole, it's uh, you know such a sad story, but uh, enlightening in, in, in another way as as Mister Brockway is is talking about his son. Yeah, I don't. You know, we've talked to, uh, we've had the opportunity to speak with a couple of other donors, uh, families through Allosaurus, and, you know, it's, um, you always try to, everyone uh, probably can empathize with the situation and think about, you know, what would I do if I was in this uh, tragic situation, and um, I, I, I think everything you felt is the way a family should proceed this process, because it gives you a chance to have him live on, and there's no really more effective way to treats and affects so many people. I can tell you just from my world, we do, you know, probably about a hundred, well, actually much more because we do all kinds of tissue donations, soft tissue grafts and bone and cartilage. And I can tell you that the impact it has on an individual uh, is just unimaginable. And I, you know, and if you ever wanted to uh, talk to just transplant recipients, if you, just to see what it does, and I don't know how involved you are in the process, but I, uh, be honored to help share some of the stories uh, that from our own patients who have who have benefited from uh, these circumstances. So I just uh, I want to thank you and your family for uh, agreeing to do it, and and hopefully it's come back to you as you say and uh, made things just a little more uh, I guess palatable, if you will. 
Sure, and, and we heard from uh, three of Garrett's cartilage recipients, and uh, one was, uh, her name was Chrissy. She was a police officer who had been injured in the line of duty. So uh, to know, you know, that our hero was helping another hero was pretty impactful. And, um, you know, to know that Garrett's cartilage went to 33 different states and Canada, you know, to affect that many lives, it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing what one simple yes um, can do to, to help so many other people. Yeah, great lesson. Mr. Brockway, thanks so much for, for joining us, and uh, best of luck with uh, the work you do through Garrett's Path. And uh, we wish you and your family uh, all the best going forward. Okay, thank you so much, guys. Bruce Brockway, back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit Athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. That proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Coet, Sports Medicine Weekly. Follow us on Twitter at SMW Home. Dr. Cole, one thing you know very well and I know as well, NBA basketball, being the uh, team physician for the Chicago Bulls, and I'm, of course, the radio host for the Chicago Bulls. So what's with all the rest? What's with the general soreness? What's with... LeBron James and some of the best players in the league, Kevin Durant, and you know uh, it happens to Bulls players as well. It's every team in the NBA. We're seeing some stars needing a day of rest. When I was doing the Bulls back in the '90s, covering five of the six championships with Sports Channel and then with the Bulls Radio Network for the final one, I just don't remember Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen sitting out. I've had these discussions with Sam Smith. He agrees. The Bulls beat writer with uh, Bulls.com and who written many books and one of the best NBA writers out there. We just don't remember Jordan and Pippen sitting out like this or the other stars of the game of uh, yesteryear. So what is it with this modern NBA player of needing general soreness rest? And what does it do? Well, I mean, uh, it's, a t- it's, a, it's a difficult one to answer in terms of uh, are things really different now than they were then in terms of um, minutes of exposure and schedule density and things like that which really lead to this this issue of hey let's rest and you have to understand sometimes these are strategic decisions that happen during during various times of the season because you know arguably some teams will say look i'd rather have 75 percent of the player than none of the player and you don't necessarily see it in times of of need you see it in times when they have the the ability to, to make it happen that being said 
it's we you, know, you can see teams that are very cognizant of minutes and density and you should see the data we have now through the NBA that can track minutes of exposure and load and 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 things that relate to fatigue so part of it is i think performance related and say, you know you see it in baseball i mean why does a pitcher pitch every fifth night you know so you see it in other sports and it it may be that you know we become attuned to uh, decrement in performance now that they have s- such unbelievable access to statistics. Well, pitch counts. Yeah, things right, are changing right, in sports. Right, Growing exactly. up, we never had pitch right, counts. Right. So I don't know what data was looked at then, but clearly we have performance data now in the NBA, and you can see decrement in in performance based upon the miles run. For example, if you knew the miles, if you saw the data, you'd be just amazed. You know, five, six, seven miles during a game. Right. It's crazy, crazy distances. So um, maybe because of the modern technology and the data and everything, yeah. it's leading team physicians or trainers to say a rest is necessary. Yeah, I mean, I think it's there's a there's a tremendous dearth of uh, intellectual capital now that are part of these organizations, and there's statisticians and people who know how to analyze the, this data. And I I have to imagine that some of it has to do with looking at how players respond. Uh, positively or negatively to minutes of exposure, back-to-back games, and things of that nature, and um, and and also if they're traveling in the middle. So, and back to it, it doesn't mean that rest wouldn't have been beneficial 15 years ago when when we didn't perceive it. But my sense is that once it's become a treatment modality, that others catch on and say, "Hey, maybe rest can be a good thing." And and, and the NBA is really interested in this. I mean, the, the Players Association has has taken a keen look at this. And the NBA is, has as well because they really want to do what's best for our players. The one thing that I, you've heard me say before that I think is really important, is that we don't necessarily see injuries in the ab- some injuries in the absence of fatigue. We tend to see them late in the game and especially very uh, catastrophic injuries we tend to see late. And a lot of our strength and conditioning and assessments are at time equals zero when there's no fatigue. I've always thought that we probably need to develop tools that can evaluate an athlete after they've been exposed to high, high levels of exertion to see how they deteriorate because that's a function of conditioning. And what, Because we know that some injuries happen from uh, postural issues, from the lack of protection, maybe not figuring out where the leg or the limb is in space and time as efficiently when you're tired versus not tired, the ability to have strength in the hip, the, 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 the core, all of those things are respond to uh, exertion, and they decrease in performance and efficiency over time. We just haven't had the tools to do that, but I suspect that that's a big issue, especially if you just go down to the raw data and say, hey, when do ACL tears happen in the NBA? The vast majority of them happen in the second half, and the vast majority of those happen in the fourth quarter. So um, there's really something to it, it you, but that's not for every injury. Plenty of injuries are, are, uh, are just bad luck, uh, a bad situation, wrong place, wrong time, and they're traumatic, and there's not a darn thing anyone could do to prevent it from happening. Uh, but the flip side is there's some that I think uh, could benefit from rest and recovery. Well said. Time for a break. Back with more of our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, after these messages. On ESPN Radio. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your healthcare team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. 
Leading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, L-Source helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Allosource or Allografts, please visit Allosource.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Back on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Pullett, Sports Medicine Weekly. You can follow us on Twitter at SMWHome, SMWHome.net, our website along with SportsMedicineWeekly.com. Dr. Cole, um, soccer. We're going to talk about that here because we're talking about the uh, PepsiCo showdown. It's kind of the Woodstock of high school soccer. Do you see a lot of soccer patients? I imagine you do. Steve, soccer is probably our, uh, unfortunately, one of our biggest sources of injuries. Um, you know, and it's the one place I think we can actually make a difference um, where education has made a huge impact on reduction of injuries, especially ACL injuries. But Don't tell me more girls than boys. It's about probably five to seven girls to boys. Is ratio. it? Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's one of, you know, the, the, first of all, there's so much opportunity for children to play soccer right now and young, our youth to play soccer, boys and girls, probably more than any other sport. So uh, we still see a, a really high incidence of injury. I've learned that on this show, you know, on Sports know. Medicine Weekly, that's more the uh, girls' injury than it is the boys for ACL tears, that's right? right? That's right. You're paying yeah, attention. I am. Well, let's bring in two guests here that are in studios with us, uh, Dr. Cole. Joe uh, Trost is with us and Mark Beyer. Uh, there, Joe is the founder of PepsiCo Showdown, and uh, Mark is the uh, co-director of training at Shred 415. We've had Shred on the show of Shred 415 in past years. This is our sixth year right now of Sports Medicine Week. So, gentlemen, thanks for uh, coming on. So i got to start with uh, Joe, who uh, really done an outstanding job, the founder and managing director of the PepsiCo Showdown. Joe, what's it all about? You know, the PepsiCo Showdown is the largest high school soccer tournament in the u.s uh featuring 216 high schools twenty-one thousand athletes wow. kicked off in 2003 you know with 32 high schools and in year 13 we have 216 so it's uh really made up of two signature events which is the girls event uh, that kicks off here uh it's later this morning and then the boys event in september so you know really a, uh it's unique uh, is it is it a tournament over a course of a weekend? It is. It is okay. a tournament over a course of a week. So it's really set up like the NCAA tournament with different brackets. Where's it being played? Uh, out at Olympic Park in Schaumburg. And okay. do they they pull these kids out of school during that week? Uh, it's it's after school, so it's you know just like a normal high school events. And how do they match up? Are they playing representing their high schools? They are representing and, their high schools. They're and, seated. Okay. You know, so All right. picture the NCAA tournaments. You know, seated teams throughout. And again, there's there's different brackets. So um, you know with in the girls' event, there's 120 high schools, so, you know, there's five different brackets, you know, made up some of 32 schools, some of 64, so on and so forth. And, and, and so how do, these schools are all different sizes, all different experience, and are they typically just taking varsity? Just varsity. Okay. So, you know, throughout, but, um, you know, different programs, you know, have different levels that are involved, but for the most part, it is high school varsity. So it's the girls today and this week, and then when do the boys start, Joe? Uh, the boys start in September. Okay. Uh, so that's, that kicks off, and that's a week-long tournament in September. Um, and the girls' event is, uh, it's, you know, a week long, and it's, as you said, it kicks off this morning. And, uh, again, we're visiting with uh, Joe Trost, founder and managing director of PepsiCo Showdown, the largest high school boys and girls soccer tournament in the U.S. now in its 13th year. And um, let's talk a little bit about how you guys make a difference on and off the field. And maybe we bring in uh, Mark Beyer for uh, for that uh, angle of it. Mark is the co-director of Training Shred 415. Mark, how would you get involved? 
Yeah, so Joe uh, came to us with a great idea to involve four, well, we ended up with five high school girls, girls teams that are involved with the Pepsi Kill Showdown to get in shape and get prepared for the actual tournament. Uh, Shred 415 is a woman-owned business. Uh, you guys have had Bonnie and Tracy on the show in the past. Sure. So you know them. Um, and they were huge fans of what Joe is doing to help, obviously, promote uh, these girls in their athletic endeavors, but also some of the um, charitable, charitable contributions that they are doing off the field, which Joe can get into a little bit more. So we developed a month-long program that these girls could do at Shred 415 and really prepare them for what they do on the field. What we do at Shred 415 is a lot of intervals. Mm-hmm. So we do running on the treadmill and then weights and um, athletic-type movements on the floor. And we alternate between that for a 60-minute workout. And so at the end of that month, they were really developing a lot of those muscles that they use on the field during the games. And uh, like a lot of lateral work, if you can think about going side to side, sure. helps with the, the glutes, which will hopefully help with those ACL injuries that you guys were talking That's about. That's what I was saying, a little preventative medicine yeah. here for yeah. Dr. Are Cole's you, patients. Are you doing any uh, baseline assessment with them? Uh, for, um, for, for, we, we do not. Or? We are not involved with the baseline assessments, yeah. no. We, I mean, that'd be really interesting to do. Yeah. If you want to show... It'd be, it's almost impossible to show that you reduce injury, but intuitively right. you're doing the right thing, and, and it can only help. Totally. And it's not just reducing injury. It's improving performance because yep. these kids rarely they're, – they're always playing soccer. They're always doing school. They rarely engage in active, regular exercise with this kind of periodicity, right? Yeah. But if it would be really interesting to do some type of functional assessment. There, you know, there's yep. several of those. Yep. If you could ahead of time and just retest them just to show that you're making a difference. That's a great idea. You know, yeah. Uh, it's a great, great effort. I yeah. love it. And Joe, talk about buddies helpers because that's kind of the um, uh, the social end of this, or really the uh, kind of get into the charitable end of this, yeah. right? So the events are really based around you know what we say is making a difference on and off the field. And buddies helpers is the community service arm of the PepsiCo Showdown. So you know it's, we talk about this with the coaches a lot is that you know a number of these kids are going to go on and play at the college level, and then probably less than one percent are going to play at the professional level. But all these kids are going to go on and be leaders in life. So, you know, how can we really, you know, engage and educate them in the off-the-field stuff and making a difference in the community? And really, each one of these teams that take part uh, it's during the event, they're doing community service and giving back. And it's really, it's really a unique story that's kind of grown. You know, it's the idea behind Buddies Helpers is everybody needs a buddy. Everybody needs help at some points. And uh, if everybody gives a little, you know, do you have a big impact? We want to thank Mark and uh, Joe for coming in. Joe, anything else you want to add about the PepsiCo Showdown? You have a website out there? Uh, PepsiCoShowdown.com, social media. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's something that's, that's grown and a lot of help from a lot of different people. And it's been great to partner with Shred 415 throughout this to, uh, to help make a difference. You guys are growing too, right? I mean, it's amazing where you've come in 13 years. It's, it's been very cool. And it's something that, you know, the coaches and the, the community has bought into. And it's, you know, it's a... Uh, it's something that's uh, it's really made a difference. All right, Joe Trost from the PepsiCo Showdown and also Mark Beyer, co-director of training at Shred 415. Guys, thanks so much for joining us on Sports Medicine Weekly. Tremendous uh, work that you two are doing and uh, wish you the best of success uh, and your continued support. 
Thanks for having us. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of djoglobal.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art health care services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across four Chicagoland locations, with a new location in northwest Indiana coming soon. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit Athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Source, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by Midwest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsourilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Hi, I'm David Jacoby. I want to tell you about a new podcast we have called Dunkumentaries. Do you remember when D. Brown pumped up his Reeboks at the 1991 dunk contest? He started an all-out sneaker war. Hear that story and many more when you search Dunkumentaries in the ESPN app or on iTunes.